welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel, and it is great to be back with you after the break that we've had from producing episodes. I am back, and I have a lineup of some great, great episodes in store for you in the weeks to come. I'm excited to get back after this and we will take a a little different approach in the sense that uh, we'll do seasons instead of just going for over a year straight like I did before and I think that will help us to um, stay consistent and not have to take a long break like we took this last time by doing it that way but I'm just excited to be back with you and looking forward to bringing inspiration and motivation into your life and helping you through this uh, Point of Impact podcast. And we're going to begin this new season uh, by talking about Tom Brady and the fact that a 43-year-old guy just led his team to a Super Bowl victory and, by the way, became in the process the MVP for the fifth time. Unbelievable, incredible accomplishment. And, you know, you could just say, well, the guy's just a freak. You know, it's an anomaly. It's it's not reproducible. But I uh, want to dedicate this episode to the belief that it's uh, possible. It's not an anomaly. It can happen to you. It can happen to me. It can happen to anybody that uh, just because uh, you reach a certain age in life, Uh, does not mean it's over. Uh, Age is not a number. Age is an attitude. And uh, if Brady has done anything for us, it's simply that he has shown us what's possible, what can be done. And he's a pioneer like others before him. Uh, Jackie Robinson broke through the color barrier in professional sports, said it couldn't be done. He did it. Jim Ryan Broke a four-minute mile. People said no one will ever be able to run the mile in under four minutes. And he proved that that, in fact, was possible. Tiger Woods had success and and probably the most uh, uh, challenging game, a sport there is golf. I mean, people that are just so great. Look at somebody like uh, Jordan Spieth, who was on his way to an incredible career and won three majors and bam, bam, bam. And now he hasn't won in three years and came close this past week, but still couldn't pull it off. I mean, it's an incredibly challenging game, Johnny Miller. And you could go down and you can go down the list of golfers. It's an incredibly challenging sport. And yet Tiger Woods just, you know, just destroyed. I mean, just destroyed fields, just went incredible streak, never even missed a cut won the Masters by record score, won the U.S. Open by record score, took took apart Pebble Beach, one of the toughest courses as if it was nothing. I mean, bottom line is there will always be pioneers, and, and Brady is just a pioneer in showing us that age is an attitude. It's, it's, not, it's not a number. And really, we need to look at what happened with, what Brady has done and take it to heart. Look at it and say to ourselves, hey, can this happen to me? Because the fact of the matter is it can. It can happen to you. 
but there are some challenges that have to be overcome. The fact of the matter is that there is ageism in our culture and it doesn't get near the kind of publicity or focus as racism or sexism, but it's there. It's, it's absolutely positively real. The University of Michigan did a study in conjunction with AARP, the National Poll on Healthy Aging, and they were looking particularly at the ages of 50 to 80, people 50 to 80. And what they discovered in a nutshell is that people 50 to 80 are bombarded with negative and hostile stereotypes. It's just, it's just absolutely a, a fact. And, and over time, ageism has, a, has a, a powerful effect on how people see themselves. And that's really what today's episode is about. Seeing yourself differently, seeing yourself in the Brady mode, the age is an attitude mentality rather than the kind of ageist thinking that has taken over in our culture. I mean, dismissive quips about older people are, are everywhere. You know, that they can't really use smartphones or social media, that they lose their hearing and their memory. There's all kinds of anti-aging messages, obviously, in advertising. We live in a youth-oriented culture. We live in a youth-obsessed culture. And the fact is, is that there are experiences in terms of forms of ageism that are remarkable. In this study, they determined that, they're, that the forms of ageism fall in, into three categories, if you would. Exposure to ageist messages, like in advertising, Ageism and interpersonal relationships, what friends or family say to you or about you. And then internalized ageism, negative beliefs that, 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 that we absorb and take to heart and begin to believe about ourselves, whether in fact they're even true. The fact of the matter is that we live in a culture that is not very friendly toward aging. And after uh, years of exposure to ageist language, negative attitudes and thoughts about aging can become inwardly directed. It can become something where we, we really start to think that we can't do this and we can't do that. We can't achieve this. We can't achieve that. And it's all because of this thing called age. And that's why what Brady has done is just so amazing and remarkable. Showing people that at an age when you should never be able to be on a football field. I played football. Both my boys played ball. I come from a background of, of football for many, many, many years. I've been involved in every aspect of football except professional football. And I can tell you that it is a violent game. It is a violent game. Uh, you talk about contact sports. And uh, my basketball coach used to say, basketball is not a contact sport. And as if, you know, other sports like football were contact sports. But then my football coach said, uh, football is not a contact sport. Football is a collision sport. It is a it is a collision sport. It is a sport made up of people who are extremely big, extremely powerful, extremely strong, and in today's game, extremely fast. And that 
results in some incredible collisions. So the fact that a 43-year-old guy could survive on a field of football is a remarkable thing. But not just survive, but thrive. We're talking about someone who has now won the Super Bowl. The ultimate achievement in professional football for the seventh time, for the seventh time. No team has ever won seven Super Bowls. No entire organization has ever won seven Super Bowls. And Tom Brady has done it single-handedly by winning six with the New England Patriots and then winning with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Winning five MVPs in the Super Bowl along the way. But again, to have done it at 43 and talking about absolutely playing until 45 and maybe beyond. And again, for those who are doubters who don't believe it's possible, I believe that Brady has proven all of those folks wrong. And the fact that he's proven them wrong means that maybe uh, there's something that could be proven wrong about you in your life and, and what it is that you would like to, to do that you actually could pursue your dreams, that it's not too late. It's not too late. There is time to act. Colonel Sanders, Kentucky Fried Chicken, really didn't get going, and certainly in terms of anything like Kentucky Fried Chicken, until he was in his 50s. We just elected... Joe Biden, as the president of the United States, the oldest president ever. While Joe Biden is president of the single most significant country in the world, he will turn 80 years old. So age is not a number. Age is an attitude. And you need to receive that truth And today is all about helping you to see that and to believe it, to embrace it, and to believe that you can overcome the the sorts of uh, challenges that you may face. I mean, the more time you spend watching TV, browsing the internet, reading magazines, the more likely you are to experience everyday ageism. Meaning negative and incorrect images about people as they get older. That's it. That's what that's what it is in a, in a nutshell. That's the the message that you have to overcome. Because if you internalize it and you believe it, then what happens to you is that you just say, "Well, this is this is all I can do. This is as far as I can go. This is what my life is all about." And it is not what your life is all about. There is no doubt that the list of ages sentiments are embedded in our everyday language extensively. Aging is commonly equated with cognitive impairment and memory loss. You know, what's the phrase? A senior moment. I'm having a senior moment. As if nobody forgets, only people who are older. Or an inability to learn new things. You know, the phrase, can't teach an old dog new tricks. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. So you can't teach an old dog new tricks means if you get old, you can't learn anything new. Ageist language also includes the the use of the word old to describe something undesirable. 
I'm not old. I'm just more mature. I'm not old. Old in a pejorative sense, you know, it's negative. It's not positive to be old. And again, interestingly enough, what is old? Because for football, 43 is old. For life, 43 wouldn't be old. And of course, you can go right down the list of what's old. Well, it's not just, you know, if you're over, I don't know, again, 60, 70, 65, what is what are what's the number 55 75 people have different definitions and i i don't really even want to get into that today because i feel like that just sort of buys into the whole thing and limits it's 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 not about picking a number and saying this is what's considered old it's 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 the fact that you've got to have a completely different mentality and mindset and that's what i'm here to help you with today Let's kind of begin by just breaking down Brady a little bit. So you may know that he is, or you may not know, that he's famous for what is called the the TB12 method. So TB, Tom Brady 12, is his uh, jersey number. The TB12 method. There's an entire book written about it. My youngest son has it. And it, it is a book describing all of the methods and strategies that he uses. And I'll just go over some of it briefly with you. But he believes, for instance, in pliability over strength. If you've ever seen Tom Brady, he's very tall, six foot six, but he is not big at all. He's not at, at large in any way you could describe large. And he doesn't want to be large in terms of muscular and powerful it doesn't suit his position of quarterback if he was the one of the defensive ends chasing after him then he need would need to have a lot of strength to deal with 300 plus pound linemen but Brady believes in pliability and so his workouts are all about stretching and being pliable in terms of his thinking about nutrition he he doesn't believe in eating sugar doesn't drink anything but water and certain types of smoothies he's a definite proponent of a lot of i, I don't think ex- exclusively vegetarian but certainly a lot of of that type of of eating certainly would stay away from a lot of foods that other people might eat he believes uh, that sleep is super important and but he believes particularly that you need to sleep at a low temperature. Uh, imagine putting the house at like 60 degrees and sleeping. Now he, to get over that, he sleeps in these special pajamas, which by the way, you can buy from Under Armour, his sponsor, uh, sleeps in these special pajamas to keep him warm. But he sleeps in very cold temperatures because that keeps the metabolism moving even through the night. And on and on and on and on it goes. I mean, he's got a very, very developed philosophy about how to keep his body young. So here's the result of it. Tom House, who is Brady's uh, personal throwing coach, very famous guy, works with a lot of pitchers and and Major League Baseball, works with a lot of quarterbacks, and uh, knows a lot about the throwing motion, but is knowledgeable of a lot of other things as well. He says that, Though Tom is chronologically 43, 
biologically he's 35. Now, I'm going to explain that in a minute, the difference between chronological and biological, but let's just say this. This is the is the easy answer to how a 43-year-old guy leads his team to the Super Bowl. Because biologically, he's not 43, he's 35. And 35 is fine. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers is 37 and just, just became the MVP of the league, the best player in all of professional football at 37 years old. So you can have a lot of success in your, in, in your mid-30s at the quarterback position so 35 biologically makes perfect sense. In fact, all the mystery has gone if you understand that. So let's just break this down a little bit if this is a new concept to you. Chronological age is, okay, yes, the number of years a person has been alive. That is your chronological age. Your biological age refers to how old a person seems to be. Biological age takes... Many lifestyle factors into account, and by the way, genetics as well. And But those lifestyle factors would be diet, exercise, stress, sleeping, just to, to name a, a few. Your biological age depends on these variables and, listen, can change on a continuing basis. In other words, you can listen to this podcast episode and decide that you want to do something about your biological age, and you can you can. Conversely, you could have a lower biological age than your chronological age and begin to uh, live differently, uh, eat differently, not exercise, not sleep as well, and on and on it goes, and your biological age will change and it, it, will, get, it will get worse in, instead of better. By the way, an upcoming episode we're going to do on sleep because sleep is so important, you know, just one third of your life you're sleeping. And a lot of people don't sleep the way they should. And we're going to devote an episode to why that is and, and what you might be able to do about it. But back to biological age. So this is good news. Now, there are there are genetic factors. There's there's no doubt about it there. It's always a, a combination of. Uh, of genetics and of lifestyle. There's, there's absolutely uh, the fact. Uh, people who know me and uh, I think have a, an idea about what my age might be and, and my appearance, uh, they'll often ask me, you know, do you, do you dye your hair? How come you have a full head of dark hair if you're at the age that you're at? And the answer is not a simple answer. It's not just, well, my dad has hair, so genetically it's Part of that's part of it, but also has to do with, again, exercise, people who exercise, especially people who build muscle mass. And again, coming out of a football background, it makes it easier for me to uh, what, you know, to, I got big. So to stay big is easier than becoming big, but you can still become big at any age. You can get more muscle, but people lose muscle as they get older. And when you lose muscle, you can lose hair and you can lose a lot of other things, too. So it's a combination of genetics and, and exercise and, and diet and how you deal with stress and a, a whole host of other factors that, that come into it. But you can do something about your biological age. That is absolutely within your power to say, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start exercising. And again, I would advise strength training instead of just cardiovascular training. 
you can work on, again, I, I've done in, in some of the most popular episodes of this entire Point of Impact podcast have been the ones I did on stress. I would strongly encourage you to look those up and listen to them. Uh, dealing with stress, all these things are going to help you with your, your, your biological age. So you can do something about it. Now, I want to take you uh, into a little character study of somebody in the Bible who is really uh, uh, the Tom Brady before there was a Tom Brady. And uh, stick with me here for a moment. No football back then, but you'll, you'll, you'll see. So it's a guy named Caleb. Now, Caleb was one of two spies, along with a guy named Joshua, that were sent into the promised land, they were Israelites, to check it out because God had promised them this incredible land, thus the promised land. And they were two of 12 spies. So the 12 spies came back and they all agreed that the land was an incredible land. That... Uh, to, to use one of the old phrases, a land that flowed with milk and honey, which is simply a way of saying a fantastic land. Now, remember, this is an agrarian culture, right? Everything is about agriculture. So uh, land is everything. And what they saw was just incredible fruit, just incredible crops. And so everyone agreed that this was definitely a place that you would want to go. But 10 of the 12 said, yeah, but there's giants in the land. The cities are fortified and we just don't stand a chance. We can't do it. Can't be done. Two said go. So 10 said no, two said go. Joshua and Caleb said, we can do it. God will help us. This land is incredible. God will help us to get it. And the people went with the majority and said, we're not going to go in. And God got very upset and said, okay, then uh, here's the way it's going to work. You're not going to get into this land for 40 years. All these people who said we couldn't do it are going to die off. And then when there's a new generation raised up that actually believes that the promised land is in fact promised to you and you can have it, then you'll be able to go in. So time passes quite, quite a, a bit of time. 40 years. And now it's time to go in and take this promised land. And this is what it says in the book of Joshua, chapter 14, verse 11. This, these, this is Caleb speaking. He says, I am just as strong today as I was then, and I can still fight as well in battle. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said at 85 years old, just so you know. Okay, so he was 45 when he was a spy. Now 40 years have passed and now he's 85 years old. And he says, I'm just as strong today as it was when I was 45 and I can still fight as well in battle. Look, kind of like Brady, right? You know, like I, I'm just as good now as I was when I won my first Super Bowl. I'm just as good. I can do all the same things. Same kind of mentality. Here's what uh, Caleb went on. To say, he said, even though Israel has moved from place to place in the desert, the Lord has kept me alive all this time as he said he would. That's what he said before. Then he said, I'm just as strong today. All right. Now, afterwards, verse 12, he says, so I'm asking you for the hill country that the Lord promised me that day you were there. You heard the other spies 
talk about that part of the hill country and the large walled towns where the Anakim live. But maybe the Lord will help me to take their land just as he promised. What was so important about this land? Well, again, you got to remember the time period. And it, 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 still, it still exists today, but boy, back then it was pretty important, which is you got to have higher ground, right? You need to be on the high ground because the high ground is the ground where you can see your enemy. It's how you can control things. And so he wanted the hill country. Yeah. Problem is the Anakim were a, a race of giants. So guess who had the best land? The giants. And Caleb said, that's the land I want. And guess what? Caleb took the land and he got it. And chapter 15 in Joshua tells that story. Caleb ends up exactly with the land. So it can happen. Caleb did it. And now Tom Brady's doing it. And you know what? You can too. You can too. Your life is not over. It is not predetermined that you hit a date on a calendar and that's it. You can shake things up. You can change course. You can go in a new direction. You can pursue your dreams. You can take a risk. All of these things are possible. You can do them. You can do them professionally, personally, financially, relationally. You can do it with your health. You can do it spiritually. It's never too late to connect to God, to connect with God, to develop a relationship with him through Jesus Christ. It's never too late to pursue your financial goals, to not accept that you're going to just... Uh, struggle in retirement but that in fact you can thrive in retirement it's not too late it's not too late age is an attitude it's not a number and Brady showed us that and way before Brady Caleb said uh, 40 years later I'm 85 years old I'm just as strong as I was I can fight just as well I want the best land the hill country I want the best real estate I'm going for the best real estate and he went up against the Giants and he won he beat them. He beat the Anakim. He beat all. He, he took the land. If you're passionate, you should go for it. If you care about it, if you want it, you should go for it. You should not listen to the naysayers, the ageists, and all the people that are out there that are saying, you know, your time has passed. It's too late for you. The fact of the matter is, that throughout history, we are given examples, I believe God gives them to us, of people who show us what can be done, what is possible, what is achievable for the purpose of encouraging the rest of us, of showing us that we shouldn't put limits on ourselves, that, that we should not allow a culture that frankly sends messages that say it's too late for you friend you can't do it you're too old your time has passed 
Can't teach an old dog new tricks, says who? You can learn something new anytime you want. You don't have to accept at all that you're on the downside of life. You can decide you want to do something about it today and the day that you decide is the day you start changing things. Whether it's changing your biological age physically or whether it's changing your spiritual life or whether it's changing your the direction of the trajectory of your career or going after something new and deciding that you're not re- retiring, you're refiring, you're going to try something new or maybe it's a mid-course correction and in the middle of your career you're going to say I'm done with this I'm going to do something different I'll talk more about that for sure some of my own experiences again in the episodes to come but what I want you to focus on is the fact that Brady did it is an example for us it's not an anomaly it's not it's an example it's an example for us to follow it's been great. Been great getting back with you after six months with a new episode. I'm really excited about the episodes to come. And so I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Point of Impact podcast, to share this on your social media, to tell people about it, to say, if you're looking for some inspiration, some motivation, some encouragement, the Point of Impact podcast is the place to go. On all of the various outlets, we are available, we are there, and uh, we're going to be coming with a new episode every week, so look for it, and thanks for joining us today, and I look forward to seeing you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode. 